everybody, Stephen Key here, and I have a guest, a special guest that's going to show you what it takes to be a professional product developer, because Paul McGuire, that's what you do for a living. Is that correct? That's what I do for a living. Is it an easy job? Let's start with that. Is it an easy job? It's not an easy job, but it's a fun job. Okay. Did you go to school for it? I mean, is it... I went to school for, uh, I, I ended up going to school for, for an oddball kind of major called uh, plastics engineering in a place called the uh, uh, University of Lowell in Massachusetts. Okay. And uh, there you learn all kinds of <clears throat> pretty much everything you need to know about, about making products in plastics. Okay. And um, it's one of the, it's one of the few programs in the country that does that. And, um, uh, uh through there and you know, working, then got into working in manufacturing, then got into working in product development, then did product development for other people for 15 or so years. And um, um, and it's just, uh, it's been a wild ride since then. Okay, great. So you've worked with some major companies. I, I know your, your background, you're, you're with kind of a, I wouldn't say a startup now, but is it a startup now that you're with? Yeah, yeah, it's a startup. We 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 got this we got this going uh, about uh, uh, three or four years three or four years ago when um, uh, when Kat Nori came to me. Uh, she's the owner of Stasher. Came to me with an idea for a product um, uh, uh, that she wanted to do, and we worked on it together to try to get that developed. And since that time, that product has done uh, has done extremely extremely well. And uh, she's formed a company around it. We've been on Shark Tank, and you know that that product has done really really well. And I still work for that company. Okay, wonderful. Now, I want to thank you for sending some notes over for me, okay? Sure. <laughs> it's, going to be, it's going to help me, and I'm going to read some of the, the, um, some of the points that you made, and maybe you could go um, take it a little bit further. But you had mentioned, the first thing you, you mentioned, and, and explain this to me. You said, looking for space or needs in existing markets to develop new ideas. Yeah, so actually, when uh, when you and I reconnected, I reread your book a little bit, and and it occurred to me that you know, f uh, 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 purposely or unpurposely, there's a lot number of things in there that I've been doing I've been doing throughout my career, and uh, and and one of them you know, for new for new products, and one of them is is you know looking at what products are, are, are currently available and looking for looking for the space in between it's kind of like skiing you know you don't even you don't look at the trees you look where the trees aren't and and a lot of times a lot of times for new product development that's uh that that's uh that's one of the things that you want to do you want to look for you want to look for the the gaps the opportunities okay. uh, um that uh that that are there to take uh, perhaps take a product and improve upon and improve upon it and i think from a from a licensing standpoint that's a, that's the uh, that's the solid path i've never licensed uh, I've never licensed idea. I've always worked for. I've always worked from basically for for the people I develop products for. But um, uh, uh, from a licensing standpoint, working within kind of like you, as you discussed in your book, working within kind of the framework that they work within makes the idea much more much more absorbable, much okay. more presentable, much more okay. This takes something that we do now and and adds to it without getting into all new manufacturing techniques, all new tooling, all new getting into things we don't do well. You know, yeah. that's an easier that's an easier path for uh, that's an easier path to market for that for for but, many things. Yeah, I'm really glad you said that because I believe if you can find maybe an existing product you're currently selling and you can make an improvement, a small improvement you, you know there's a market demand and hopefully the manufacturing won't be so different. I mean, it's pretty close to what you're currently doing and it's like the new improved. But how do you do that, Paul? I mean, do you look at reviews on Amazon, what people are asking for? Do you just question it? Do you ask people? Do, do you it, do a focus it, group? It, I think it it kind of depends upon the um the, 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 the area you're working in or the market that you're working in. For me, a lot of it has come from 
um, um, from product managers or from other people who are, have studied the market and go, we need a product that kind of does this. Right. And, and I think I, I sent you something, but this is this was one I worked on a while back. Um, this was a product that that uh, my company manufactured outdoor a variety of outdoor products and and and, and what have you. And we had a, a number of products that we called kinetics, or products that were that that when the wind was was uh, would would hit them would you know would 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 spin and look attractive and things like that and basically the product you see here is the product that we started with okay and then we wanted sometimes when the wind doesn't it isn't blowing or when we wanted the product to do more okay. we wanted it to do something more than, than than just kind of just kind of this and I think I, I sent you some video of of what of, of where we of where we went with that uh, also uh, one of the big um, issues uh, um, one of the big Things I've also found in my career is sometimes design constraints, limitations to what you can do are actually opportunities. Again, they're they're the trees to work between sometimes. So one of the design constraints that the product manager, who the category manager who worked this brand, gave to me was that you know the wind function it works beautifully in the wind and it turns so easily and it needs to maintain that. I can't add anything to it or do anything to it that would inter that would interfere with that. So one of the ide uh, ideas we had was to uh, that was to have a, a water feature uh, um, um, to the product. But I knew if I added a water feature to the product, it could not interfere with what the current product does. So I, I couldn't piggyback on that. I had to like leave that alone. Okay. And then uh, again, I don't know if you want to show some video later on, but um, so we ended up adding this, this, uh, this uh, outside cage. Uh, which which uh, which I had conceived, and um, the product uh, on this outside cage, two of these uh, two of these six um, uh, cage elements are actually water pipes, and we brought we brought water in through the shaft. These are water these are water pipes. The water comes out in a kind of like a sprinkler format, and it um, it goes in two directions. It goes in one direction in order to spin the cage. Okay. And it goes in another direction in order to spin the other to spin the 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 the, the element on the inside. So the element on the inside also picks up and uh, um, uh, spins in in the opposite direction. So one's going one way, one's one's go, one's going the other way, and it made a very nice visual uh, uh, impact on the product. Totally kind of changed the marketplace. We got I don't know. I think we have two or three. We have two or three patents on 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 that uh, on that idea that was able to. Create a protectable space for the company for 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 the company I was working with at the time, and and uh, um, has been a good, good product did fantastic on QVC. Okay. Uh, and there's you know there's a number of different versions of, of the product that that exists now. Yeah, I'll show the video because it's it's really quite amazing to see it work. So thank you. You know, it's interesting you. There's an existing product, you made an improvement, and there's a couple things you have to keep with that existing product, like you said, but you're adding some other features. How important is cost when you're doing this? Does that... Oh, certainly, certainly it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a major factor, right? If you, if you want the, the product to, to, to be successful, it's got to come in, it's got to come in the right place. Sometimes it's a factor in the good direction. So in this particular, in this particular case, um, uh, this, you know, the additional feature allowed us to have a larger cost because it allowed us to charge more for the product. Okay. So we didn't, I didn't need to bring this product in cost-wise at the same cost as the previous, as as the previous product. People recognized the, the the functionality of it was 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 very was was very apparent. So it gave us it gave us more room to it gave us more room for manufacturing, which okay. gave us which gave us more which because of the fact that we could sell that we could sell for a higher price point, but. 
doing it in a method that that utilized methodologies that we were already using. We we didn't change factories. We didn't bring in a lot of high end technology. We didn't you know we didn't really extend. Um, 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 uh, uh, the, the manufacturing process too far okay. uh, in order to in order to do that. So that helped keep keep the cost down. Because, yeah, so you you, you took existing the, technology that already existed and brought it over here to create something new. Very smart. Yeah. Um, when you're building something and you're getting it a quote with your factory, I mean, do you, how how important is to write that spec? Like we want this, this, and this. I mean, that's kind of your background, right? So yeah, yeah, it's 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 really it's extremely important. It's one thing that a lot of a, a lot of inventors miss. Um, your your product is not what you think it is. Your product is only what you have written down on paper. Hmm. If you don't, if you if you, you need to specify what your product is, what it's made out of, what its performance requirements are, what it's, and the manufacturers are actually happier to see that. They're happy to see a detailed product specification that that helps them understand exactly what you want because that helps that begins to build the trust and be, that you know what you're doing as an inventor or as a as a new product person, but also it helps them understand that you know what you're getting as well. I think a lot of inventors, uh, uh, they get into the first batch or second batch of product and it doesn't behave well. It doesn't do what they wanted it to do. And then if they talk to the manufacturer, the manufacturer said, well, you never told me that. You never yeah. said that that was an important part I mean, you know, of the of the function or of the feature or, or of the product. And that's one of the reasons we didn't check for that. Okay. Because you know, because you you never mentioned that that's an important thing. So your product specification is key, absolutely key so, to, the, to to it. It's it's in you're not you're not inventing what you see. It's what's on that paper when you uh, when you when you make the contract or in your file. You know that have So Paul, that's a really good point. I think a lot of inventors don't take it that far. So and maybe they don't have that background. Is there any any suggestion that if I'm an inventor, I build the prototype, it looks pretty good, but I don't know the right components to spec. And I'm not quite sure what the manufacturing techniques can do. How do I how do I um, how do I gain that information? Can I hire someone on the outside to help me do that? You can. Oftentimes, you can find an independent an independent uh, um, uh, a, a person who will work with who 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 will work with you to to to, to develop something like that. Um, um, also, you can work with your manufacturer if you start with this is what I want it to do. Okay. Then and then work with the manufacturer and say what. Product constraints. What dimensions do I need to hold? What material do I need to use? What you know, what etc. In order to attain all these things, eventually your spec becomes those dimensions okay. and that material. In addition to in addition to the overall product design, but but a good manufacturer will be able to will be able to work you will be able to work you along that path a little bit. And again, the manufacturers they prefer that they like that because. You know, they know they're not going to you know, you know have an issue with you paying the bill for the goods when you get the goods, and they don't do what you told them what you wanted it to do, but you never told them that you wanted it to do that. That this dimension is really important, and because it doesn't, you know, because it's not you know perfectly uncentered, now it wobbles, and because it wobbles, it doesn't it doesn't make any you know it's not it, it's not useful to me. Uh, um, you know, there's ways to address that, but but yeah, um, the, the earlier you think them out and and put them in your product specification, the better. So this this actually takes you from an amateur to a pro. Would you think that's pretty much accurate once you start to um, understand? It's one step along the way for sure, yeah. Okay, that's one step. Um, do you ever work with outside inventors at these companies? Do they ever come in and submit ideas uh, to you? Some companies are some companies are open to uh, to, to outside ideas. Some companies are not more so, I think, um, uh, these days than, than, in, than in the past. 
Um, um, they recognize that they recognize the value of the fact that they can't they, they can't necessarily do everything okay. um, um, themselves. Um, uh, and most companies have a, you know will have a person in you know whose job it is to like filter through filter through incoming ideas. Okay. Oftentimes, I was the person who would receive those ideas from the initial person that given to me and go, what do you think about this? Can we do this? What's the, what's the, what's the opportunity here? Could we, you know, this is like an idea, but could we actually manufacture it? And, and, uh, and that's kind of like when we get into the internally, when we get into the decision of actually licensing something or not licensing something. So is there any tips that you could help that person that's submitting an idea to someone like you in the company? Because like you said, sometimes you'll probably see a prototype that's pretty rough. Maybe there's no spec to it. Is there anything else uh, is, is there attitude? Is there um, being a team player? Is there anything else that you know that you see that maybe inventors are making a mistake? Certainly, certainly, the more that you can present yourself and present your product idea as something that's been well considered, that you've thought through, that you've been to, you you understand what what the company that you're presenting to makes. You understand what their competitors make. Okay. You've ident- you know, you, if you can identify your product as filling a gap in the market or, or doing something different that their that their product doesn't do, and maybe pointing out some of these things to them if they don't get it right away, including things like, you know, a product like this, you know, utilizes your same manufacturing techniques. There's no, there's nothing special. There's no big leap of of of, of invention that needs to, uh, that, that a big leap of manufacturing technology that needs to be that needs to be included here. You know. Okay. Um, what about the relationship? I mean, when you look at a product that comes in, are you evaluating the product, but also the inventor? Because sometimes they might be a little unreasonable. They might be a little nutty. Or they might ask. Sure. Most much. inventors, most inventors are a little unreasonable, <laughs> a little nutty. <laughs> um, the, 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 really the, the, one of the failures I've seen regularly on, uh, on, um, um, with inventors, and this is one of the wonderful things about my my about Cat uh, Nori at Stasher, is is doing all the downside stuff. It, it, most inventors are they're product people, but they don't think about the marketing, the sales, the and they get a little too close to their product. They 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 like no, this is exactly the way I want to do it. This is exa-, and they and they don't take like some outside feedback. They don't take some 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 good input that they that, that they might be getting because they're they're a, they're a little too protective of the of the of the concept of the idea because it's their because it's their baby, and because of that, they can't kind of like they can't let it grow. And, and basically, if you're if you're if you're starting out with a you're starting out with a seedling, it's going to become a tree, and it's going to change a bit on you know, you know along the way. And you got to you, you, if you you can't unless you're going to do bonsais, you got to uh, you got to uh, you got to recognize the fact that that change is going to, that change is going to take place, and and have some flexibility to that. Well, Paul, thank you very much for your insights. Um, everybody's listening. I want to pull back the curtain a little bit. I want I want to help those inventors become uh, professional, and I think you helped today a great deal. So, no, thanks for thanks for contacting me. Thanks for having me on. It's been a, it, it's a it's a pleasure. You're a, you're the you're the guru in this space, and uh, uh, it's been it's been an honor to talk to you. All right, thank you very much, Paul. Thanks. Yeah.